Hi guys, it's Kirkland Manning here telling you that today's episode is brought to you by Junie B. Hives. Junie B. Hives is a local company that is produced, ran, distributed by one very special listener and a very special person to me and my brother as well, David Manning, our father. Our dad has worked very hard recently on trying to produce this honey, and he's doing a great job. It's flying off the shelves. People are buying it left and right. People that he works with, that we work with, everybody is just loving this local grown honey. And you can get some today at Junie B. Hives on Facebook. So run out today and get some honey and enjoy your day. Now it's time to really enjoy this episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Tiger Brothers Podcast. As always, I'm Kirkland Manning. And I'm Chris Manning. Had a good week, man. Yep. Sorry that the podcast is coming a little late this week. Well, some of us needed a vacation. Some of us needed a vacation, and it wasn't me. No. Yeah, did you have a good time on your trip, buddy? It was a good time, man. Took the took Cooper up to the Gatlinburg, first little family vacation. Nice. It was exhausting. Oh, of course it was. <laughs> but it was good. It That's was good. awesome, dude. Um, so happy for you guys. It was well deserved vacation. But we're back. We're back. We're back, and we're talking Clemson football. And as everybody knows, we had a good week. We had a good week. Um, yeah, as far as wins go. Yeah, you know, wins always good. Wins always good. Better than a loss. Better than a loss. We're in prime time. We're getting it done we're now ranked number four yeah which doesn't matter nope but somehow it matters to us um not necessarily us but clemson fans it matters uh, more than it does to us because we know six games in mm, doesn't mean it doesn't mean thing. anything at all but still glad to get some recognition which is nice um but dude i'm ready like let's go into it um played boston college yeah prime time 7 30 at Boston College, it was their big night, you know, the red bandana game. Yep. And we showed up. Um, yeah, second half, we showed up. Uh, it, yes, yes, absolutely. So I just want to get your thoughts on the game. Um, what would you see out there? Um, I guess we can start. I would like to start on offense. I always like to start on offense. Um, what would you see? Um, it was first drive really good, straight down the field. Um, kind of wet the bed a little bit when we got down towards the red zone, which has kind of been a thing for us a little bit this year. Um, end up kicking a field goal, so you know whatever you get points. And then we proceeded to have about oh I don't know twenty five minutes of very vanilla boring football. Yeah, yeah, a lot of vanilla football. It there. was awful. I mean, I give credit to Boston College. I mean, I think they 
I think they were doing a lot of things to confuse DJ, and it was working. Um, and then we couldn't run the ball. I mean, we just we couldn't do anything. I mean, it's just right. They were and they were winning the line of scrimmage. I mean, they were pushing us around, and I mean, we we, just, we were just getting beat. And and I mean, thank goodness for the defense. I mean, they they kind of you know they held them to three points in that first half. But I mean, Boston College actually. I mean, they moved the football on us. Yeah. Um. I mean, they they outgained us one sixty eight to one thirty one in that first first half. Yeah. But I mean, we just you know we got that short field at the very like under a minute or whatever it was. We got the ball back. Yeah. On that really short field and and kind of capitalized on a on a touchdown. But if it wasn't for that man, I mean, you're going to the halftime three three and you're like, what in the heck? So I know, I know. Um, it was one of those games that reminds you a lot of other games that we've had. Um, with this offense in the last two years, we play Boston College like this all the time. Though it that's like. that's what I was going to say. I mean, it's uh, there's certain teams that you play where that's almost expected to yeah, happen. It's just so. I mean, I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, I think Jeff Halfley is a defensive guy. So I mean, I think they did a really good job. Like I said, they did a really good job of confusing DJ, and because he was holding on to the ball a lot, they were getting pressure. I didn't think the offensive line, the offensive line, played particularly well in that first half. Right, well, especially w- with pass pro, which they've been pretty good at. I mean, I thought they were. I mean, I thought the pocket collapsed a lot on him, and he had to throw the ball quicker than he wanted to, or we we got sacked. Um, right. So, I, you know, we cleaned that up a little bit in the second half, for the most part. I mean, there were still some dull spots in there, but I mean, overall, that first half was kind of it was not good. It was very boring. Yeah, it was I a mean, very boring game to watch. If I wasn't a Clemson fan, this reminded me a lot, actually, of that Georgia-Clemson game from last year where it's a primetime game and all this stuff. But if I wasn't a Clemson fan, mm-hmm. I would not. I would have fell asleep, turned it off, been so bored. Yeah. I it mean, was it was very not, boring. It was a very boring, just kind of three plays on a cloud of dust kind of thing. I mean, for both teams. So, well, I mean, honestly, more for us than them because they, like, they kind of moved the football. They, yeah. just, we, they missed field goals or – uh, you know, or yeah, just or penalties might have that hurt them, or though. drops, or you know. But I mean, really, they they outplayed us in that whole first half. Yeah, they really did. Um, now that would have been a different story if there was a touchdown caught at the very beginning of the Jeez game. Louise, you know, that's one of those plays that Clemson comes down with in the past. And once again, I mean, it was Bo. Yeah, and both played pretty good. But he again, has. we go back a couple weeks ago. What we were talking about that these guys, those receivers, except for maybe Antonio, yes, they just are not very aggressive and go up and and just grab and just that's their ball and they come down with the ball. I mean, that was DJ can't throw it any better, man. No, it was like a days ago effort. Yeah, it really, it kind of was like it's like he like okay, I got it, and then he just like dropped it, <laughs> like yeah. he just didn't come down with the football. I mean, that's that's all that is. It's just effort is all it is. Yeah, uh, I totally agree. Um, effort. That's that's all you ask for is effort. And Antonio is effort. Yeah, he is effort. That is a wide receiver. You, uh, prototype, a guy who can actually, you know, catch the ball on a screen. It looks like it goes for. It's supposed to go for like two or three yards, and then he makes twelve yards out of yeah, it. Yeah, he'll ground out of. You know, a yeah, yards out of it. and just keep and doesn't want to go down. Keep running. Um, that's what you want. And somebody who goes up and grabs the ball, like you said, not somebody who actually has an easy touchdown pass and then drops it on his own accord. I don't know. Like it wasn't. 
I mean, it was good coverage, I guess, but you got to come down with it. You yeah. just got to come down with the ball. Yep. I noticed that we didn't use the tight ends nearly as much this week. Nope. Davis had two catches. Brennan still didn't have not a one. That's very strange. Well, I mean, I think that, again, I think that was just the way Boston College just played their game us. Plan. I think that's just the way they played. Okay. Uh, they kind of, they, they, we, you know, we, you, I mean, you notice we threw a lot more screens out to the side. Right. Uh, I Which mean, I don't the like. one to Bo, the one to touchdown to Ngata. Yeah. All those are those, you know, just basically, you know, nine routes down the field and throw it up and let them go get. Now they were beating their guys. Yeah. But I mean, there wasn't, that was just the way Boston College was playing. They were really had a lot in the middle. Yes. So they kind of took away those seams because even Davis's two catches, I mean, one of them I think was a screen to him. You know, I mean, it wasn't your traditional tight end route. Right. Um, but, I, I, I mean, again, I think the running game. Well, I, 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 I didn't see much in the running well, game. Well, they were, they were blowing us in that first half, dude. They were blowing the, yeah. the lineup. I mean, they they were. Were, there was nothing there. I mean, the, we just got straight up outplayed on the, on the lines of scrimmage and that on both, really both sides of the football on, in that first half. Yeah. Um, it, it makes you wonder, like, if you were to play um, Georgia, Alabama, definitely Ohio State. I think what, are you, what are you gonna do? Well, I think there's if just could, if they can blow you up, you know. I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know because we look like a completely different team when we come out in the second half. I know. So I mean, I don't know if it was butt chewing at halftime or I, I mean, I don't know, but it was a completely different for them, especially defense, especially defensively. Yeah, it was a completely different team coming out of halftime. Yes, so, defense looked great coming out of, out of after halftime, halftime yeah. dude. We went from and I think that was more of, and I, I can't remember who I heard somebody say it. And I, I mean, I'd agree because we talked about it a little bit last week that if you don't get to Dracovic, Dracovic kind of can scare you because he can throw. If you give him time, he can throw the football. Yeah, with he's got flowers and that number one. I mean, he and we. I mean, they tried their darnest to get it to. They really want to. Fly. I mean, he had eight catches where we held him for seventy-five yards, which was good. Yes, and with no touchdowns, so that's great. But I mean, they were targeting him any way possible as they can get it. So yep. I mean. If he would have had time, he was he was picking us off out there. But then in that second half, it was like we were so scared of him doing that to us like Wake did. And then it's like they realized, okay, this isn't Wake. We just need right. to go get him. And when and when we lined up, when we just pinned our ears back and went and got him, we dang near killed him in the yeah. second half. I mean, Which was fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, they it, it was – they just were – blowing it up i mean yeah. he had no time yeah at all in that whole second half i mean they literally had like 90 yards of offense in the second half i mean they didn't they couldn't move the football um we'll, we'll get there in a second um about the defense but it was great to see xt have a day um on six it was. plays six plays two sacks two that's sacks a solid player effort. of the game you know that's awesome yeah um yeah but going back to offense for a second do you think now i, I this is always a cop out this is always a cop out but you hear people online and stuff talking about, well, they didn't want to give too much away before they go to Florida State. I don't subscribe to that as much anymore. I don't subscribe to that in the first half of football games. Yeah, you're you're playing. Go get it done. You're early. you're you're trying you're trying to win the football game in that first half. Now, right? If you're up like kind of like we were in the late third quarter, fourth quarter, when we're up. You know, seventeen three, and then you were twenty four to three, and you can kind of tell the defense they're not moving the football. They're literally ninety yards of offense in that whole second half. 
yeah. you can kind of tell now do you shut it down a little bit and that's why i think partly is what we look like in that whole third quarter i mean we literally come out with like first half come out first drive bam scored and then it was nothing or, or excuse right. me we keep the field goal and then we had that little field the short field and we scored coming out of halftime went straight down the field bam scored touchdown oh okay cool and then it's like they were they shut it back down again and it was just kind of run you know didn't do anything special it was very vanilla play calling it was a lot of runs up the middle and and a dj you know on second and nine uh draw plays that Good we just Lord. love and to see hey when it's second down are we running the ball we're running a quarterback draw on second and Good nine Lord. every single time um so i i think that that to that to your point i think that's part of it yeah maybe i can see that a little bit starting to kind of shut it down a little bit but in the first half yeah. of football games no you're not you're not holding anything back. To no, me. I I, you know what? Let's say that you are doing that. Stop doing that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just yeah. don't do it. If that's what you're doing, don't do it. And I hate to say that because we've had success and we've done things, but we've also had times in postseason games where, let's say you were holding back all year and you did it. Well, you got blown out by Ohio State. Let's just play football, mm. run the offense, try to run up the score on people, and then you know. I, there might be, even be some magic to um, running all your plays all year, and then it confuses defenses later because they're like, well, they could run this or they could run that, and you don't know. Yeah. And then sometimes you try to throw a gimmick, not gimmicky, but like a new thing out there. But if it doesn't work, then you just kind of waited for that play all year, and then it didn't work, and now you're not going to run it again. Kind of like Cade running out there one play. That for was a weird. Wildcat, and then nothing happened. That was so and weird. I thought when I saw him out there, I was like, why did that happen? I have no idea. That was the weirdest play of the I whole I thought I missed game. something, and DJ lost his helmet, and he had to go out there. I thought I missed something. Like they come out, and I looked up, I was like, all right, I guess, I mean, it's a little early. But I mean, sure. All right. I was want, actually not okay to, with it. Like, if you want to play, and then it was whatever, and then never saw him again. I was like, well, that was weird. So strange. That, <laughs> that this is such no, a dumb thing to do. And I no told you sense. this a few weeks ago after our Cade and DJ thing, you know, I told you if if DJ's the guy and you didn't give him a chance early in the season, yeah. well, DJ's your guy and just keep playing him. That game wasn't out of range enough to just do something like that. I thought that was very strange. Yeah. Um, keep DJ out there. Keep the momentum going. Try to score. I didn't understand people upset with us running up the score. Hey, I mean, evidently, uh, Jeff Halfley definitely didn't think that that game was, uh, or thought that, or he thought that game was out of reach because, yeah, he was upset that we tried to score another touchdown. Are you kidding? In this day and age in college football, where you have to do that, it's twenty-four to three with six minutes left in the ball game. I mean, no, could we just run the football? I mean, I guess. Maybe. Could you take the starters out? Yes. Now, the only thing, do you should you be uh, as? And this isn't about a running up the score thing. This is more just healthy, healthy thing. Should you be running DJ still up twenty four three later in the ball game? Man, I don't know. That's a good point. But I mean, yeah, dude. No, you're. It's not like it's what? fifty to three. I mean, dude. I mean, I don't know. Crazier these... with six minutes left, I have saw crazier things happen. Sure, people being up nine. I mean, it dude has happened multiple times this year. Teams being up 19, 18, 16 points with a handful of minutes left, and the, some gets a couple onside kicks or you know kickoff return. Something it's it's possible crap to happen. So I mean, yeah, I don't I don't see twenty four to three, and then you're upset thinking that we ran up the score. That, I don't ridiculous. I don't see that. I don't 
I don't really don't get that. Absolutely. And I also don't understand how, why, I, you know, Alabama or Ohio State or 52 to nothing and nobody ever says anything about that. Beating teams 64 to nothing. Yeah, nobody says Do you ever hear a reporter after the ball game go up to Nick Saban and go, Hey, so you left your your starters in a little longer than we think that you should have, and you scored that last touchdown. What was that about? Have you ever heard a reporter ever ask another head coach, like, why'd you score that last touchdown? What? Only Dabo gets that. I don't understand. I just don't if understand that, what it is about us. And I don't being know. like, what? Well, what, what are they doing? I don't. I don't. Know. I don't get it. I just really do not get it. I don't either. I try not to act like the or try not to sound like a big. Homer, I guess, if, if that's what I'm sounding like. But, I mean, on this one, like, I don't understand why Dabo seems to be the only person to they get those kind him. of questions. I really just don't get it. They hate him. I think they know that they can get a sound bite out of him. Maybe. You I, know what I, mean? I don't know. I don't know. I think they think that anyway. Uh, if you ask Nick Saban, don't you think you should have stopped scoring? He would have said, I'm not going to stop asking. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, don't, I just really don't get it. I did not. I didn't get it. I didn't get it at all. I didn't get it either. Um, but yeah, offense was very vanilla. Yeah, you scored your thirty-one. Good. I, we Clemson fans for years have said, keep your foot on the gas. Hey, we would have we would have took we would have took thirty-one points all, all year day. last year. So all I mean, geez, please, yeah, that's great. Um, but yeah, d- anything else with the offense that you got for me? No, I mean, like I said, I was hoping that we could run the ball a little better. This what, week. How many yards did Chipley run for? Uh, 33 yards on 10 carries. Very weird. Yeah. I mean, technically, Moffa outgained him with seven for 36. DJ, once again, well. for like the, I mean, well, not fourth game. Shipley, the yeah. Well, I mean, he's got, he's dang near, he's got 69 yards. I mean, he's rushed for like almost 70 yards for the past three or four ball games now. So it's they're really getting him, but which he's, he's almost back to back games now. He's busted off like a one little, big run. with one big run. So I mean, that helps because yeah. I mean, all those and other not ones getting seem to sacked. be like, no, helps. Yeah. Um, I mean, he got sacked this game, but I mean, He's got to be one of the least sacked quarterbacks in the league right now because, I mean, honestly, I don't remember that many that we've had this year. So, offensive line, there's pressure, but at least he's not getting sacked. No. But he did make a – he made a very weird decision early in the game, that one pick. Well – But uh, the I, sa- but the corner played it well. I was going to say, I think that they was just the way well. to – he was just confused. He thought it was man, and they ended up dropping back into zone. And Yeah, he, he kind of panicked. It, he read it. He read it wrong. Yeah. So, I mean, it just – you just tip your cap to them. Yeah, I mean, one interception in however many games. I'm not mad at him. No, um, at, no, because no. I think that. On, that's what I was telling Leslie. I honestly think, just all it, in my mind, that might be like the first real pick of the season. It the is. other two, I think he's had, has been tips. I thought he only had one before that. I think, I think, he had, I think that was his. I think he has three. But I year. think I'm pretty sure two of them have been picked. This was like the first like real. He, yes. he threw a pick. Yes. You know what I mean. But even still, like you said, they disguised it well. It wasn't like just some bad throw. I mean, it wasn't a great decision, but it wasn't like a bad throw. Like he felt the guy was supposed to be open, like you said, yeah, and, and the guy got off just, of his man, and he just made what happened. Yeah. Made um. So not gonna dog him for that. That's gonna happen. And if you go back through our history with our favorite quarterbacks, you know Trevor and Deshaun, they would have had like seventy-two picks by now. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Uh, Deshaun was a pick machine. Not all of those were his fault. A lot of tipped ones that would. But DJ hasn't thrown that many picks this year, so he's playing pretty pretty dang well. No, I mean it was another it was an okay day. 18-32, touchdowns and with his pick. So I mean and he again he threw he put the ball where the ball was supposed to be yeah. on most of those times. And I mean 
It's meat and potatoes, this game. Yeah, I mean, it really, and it just, again, it seems like that's kind of the way we play Boston College. So, I mean, yeah. I'm, hopefully, you just chalk it up to it was Boston College up there. Didn't play very well in the first half. They did some better things in the second half and then kind of shut it down towards the end. I mean, I just almost that's what I think of the offense in this game. Like, this is very blah. And yeah. It just kind of is what it is. I love a blah 28 point victory. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, well, it helps when the defense played very well. Yes, which is great. Um, I think ever since Wake Forest, we've decided as long as they don't get the long ball, we're going to win this game. So we just take that away, and everything else that comes is just going to come. Yeah. And you're going to give up yards, and it's going to be frustrating, but you're going to like the final result because they're not going to score very many points, and that's cool. Yeah, I mean, and we knew, we knew NC State didn't have the receivers that Wake did, but I thought the secondary played pretty good. Against NC State, and I thought yeah. once again, the, played good. I thought the uh, the secondary played pretty well. The flowers didn't get behind you. That number one kid didn't get behind you. I mean, you you kept everything in front. I mean, yeah, they hit their plays here and there, but I mean, in the end, you gave up three points. So I mean, it's all you the name of the game is points, as Debo likes to say. That's right. Um, wins mean everything, and points is how you win. Um, before we you know, just completely get away from the offense real quick. I want to ask you if you had to give a gold star, you know, player of the game on offense, who would it be? Huh. Tough question because it was very vanilla. Uh, I mean, I, I guess uh, I guess I'm going to go DJ. I he mean, played well. With 300 yards total, basically 300 yards total offense for him, and we had 364 total offense. And he was 85, 90% of the offense. So, I mean, yeah. I guess I'm going to have to go with three touchdowns. Yeah. Because, I mean, other, I mean, nobody like jumped off the page. I mean, Bo had four catches with a touchdown, and Gata had three for a touchdown. With, I mean, you know, one was that big. I think that was probably like a 38, 40 yard catch he had, and he had 47 yeah. total. So, I mean, the other two, he didn't do anything. Specter had the touchdown late. I mean, Anto- good for him, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a tough catch. He, Antonio led receivers with, you know, just by catches. He had five catches, which is good. That tells me that w- they are realizing, maybe they knew that, but. Yeah, I, that's I what Anyways, they, they are realizing we need to get that guy of the football yeah. some way, somehow, because we're seeing more end rounds with him. We're seeing on the screen passes, getting down the field. We know we got to get the ball to him. Yep. So that's good to see. Um, but I mean, and running the ball was non-existent except for DJ. So, I mean, I'm going to give it to DJ, I believe. Yeah. Um. You know what's funny is if Bo had have caught that touchdown pass early, yeah, I would have given it to him. Possibly. Because yeah. he had a great day. No, he I mean, would have had two four, touchdowns. Four for 58 five and touchdown. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was, yeah. He would have had a great day. Um. But I agree. I think it, it had to go to DJ this you gotta week. You got to catch the football. You got to catch the football, man. And that's just not, that's just not like us. You know, this reminds me of like an 07 Clemson team. Where you know it reminds me of that Aaron Kelly versus Boston College drop in the end zone, which was a way harder catch. Yeah. But like, you know, we turned a corner in our university and our team, and um, where those hard catches, you come down with them, and that's how you make yourself better than the rest. You come down with those, and yeah. just got to make sure you catch them. Yep. yep. But yep. Yep. still halfway through the season, he's got time. But geez, man. Um, okay, I do want to move on though. I want to go to the defense. What? You know, we've already talked about it a little bit, but what what you got for me on that defensive end? Uh, I mean, like we said, in the first half, it was, you know, I mean, you only held them to three points, but I thought they actually moved the ball 
<clears throat> fairly well. Um, it was it was weird. I mean, we were like we were getting pressure, but we couldn't get to him. I mean, he's a big dude, but we could not bring him down. A lot of holding and, that didn't get called. Well, and he was getting the ball out, but I mean, I feel like we we also didn't we didn't really pressure him a whole lot. And we try to do it a lot with our front four. I thought Tyler Davis once again played very well. I put a little poll out on TigerNet and asked like who is everybody's MVP on defense right now. And personally, to me, I think Tyler Davis like the on the stat sheet he might not have you know it's either KJ Henry or, or him or something. But I mean, dude, he's making he's just. But you know, this is he is doing what Grady Jarrett did for uh, Vic. Couldn't agree more. He might not have the stats as Vic did or what KJ does or what Miles does, but he is causing the disruption in the middle. I mean, he is blowing his guy up every single play, yep. making the quarterback go left, go right. And when he does that, that's when those ends get their get their stat lines of yep. sacks. But Tyler doesn't get anything for it. But if you just watch the football game, you can see, like, dude, he is a monster right now in the middle. And that's even without Brian being beside him, so he's probably getting more of the more of the double teams right now. That's right, because Brian still been on the field this year. Yeah. So I mean, and he's still disrupting. So I mean, to me, Tyler is Tyler is the dude right now on that D line. He's the dude. Um, I couldn't agree with that more. That's a really good comparison. Um, definitely blowing it up in the middle. Um, rushing the quarterback. He's got to go one way or the other. Yep. The other guys get the glory, but. That's the dude. Yeah. That's the dude in the middle. You got to have that guy. But, like, we were only only rushing those guys that seemed like we didn't really blitz in from anywhere else. Which I'm okay first. with. Well, yeah, but you're not – they were they were moving the football, though, by doing that. I mean, yeah, they didn't score, but, I mean, a broke, broke tackle here or a broke tackle there. Yeah. Say Flowers gets out and they score a couple and your offense is looking kind of meh. I mean, if they go up in the halftime and they got some momentum, I mean, you don't know that can turn that ball game right on its head. You don't know. But second half-wise, again, they, I believe they just were like, all right, you know what, screw this. We're going to go get him. And the, their offensive line wasn't that great. We said that last week. And it's like they just they just told Trent and, and Barrett and I don't know those guys, like, just go get him. And yeah. they dang near cut him in half yeah. that whole second half. I mean, dude, he – even when they weren't there, he was just backpedaling and throwing it up, and Which it wasn't even close. Great. Yeah, I mean it was, it was it was a no contest in that second half, and they just shoot. You, and you also just you saw the speed difference when yeah. we finally. I mean, even defensive line, like when they were like not just trying to to hold their rush lanes or anything, and they were just going to get him. I mean, dude, they were just it's just stupid fast yeah. they're, they're everywhere so fast. on that on that defense right now um one thing that always stands out to me more than any other team i do this every year um i go look at the depth chart because boston college more than any other team in the acc i'm fairly certain reminds me more of like an iowa or nebraska or not not nebraska but uh, wisconsin yeah where their their front either defensively or offensively they're all six seven. Yeah, they're massive. They're all three hundred and something pounds. They'll all play probably in the NFL. Yeah, they don't do crap in college, but they're all yeah. gonna get drafted because they're, they're all humongous huge. individuals. I mean, where they? I mean, where do they breed them? I don't know. I wish we could grab some I of would them every now and then. Love to grab some of them. But that being said, that's why I think it's even more impressive that you know uh, Davis, right? You know, uh, I already lost my train of thought. Anyway, blowing them up at the middle, Tyler Davis. Yeah, Tyler Davis. 
I almost said something else. That's why I wanted to stop myself. But that's why I think it's more impressive because he's not. I mean, he's a big dude, but he's not that he, yeah, big. But he's like Grady. Exa- that's why I think it's a great comparison because Grady's not very. I mean, he's big, but he's not tall. He's not that dude. But he's a bowling ball that just gets in the middle of him. He's just pushes a monster. Him away. Yep. Yeah. And I think it's, like I said, more than any other team, when that comes out, I'm very interested to see how big are these dudes up front. And they're huge, and we bully them, yeah. which is so much fun to see. Um, but, yeah, like you said, at linebacker, speed, so fast, yeah, man. Speed kills, man. I mean, Especially those be, big boys. You can be as big as you want now. One, and if, they get your, if they're able to get their hands on you, oh, you yeah, ain't going you're, you're not going anywhere. But, I mean, we're so fast, dude. We're, we're around them and before they even know what the heck's going on. And we just have a perfect we, – we, we, just, we just have the perfect size and speed that most teams just don't have the luxury of having. Right. And we also have that on the second deep and the third deep. Right. Literally this week, it sounds like Xavier – I mean, <clears throat> which come to find out, he said in his interview – he hadn't even like live, like had a live practice yet this year. Right. They were Zab was just like, hey, just you know what? Just you're good. Give come him on. A shot. Just just come on up. And he yeah. threw him in there for six plays and, and he got two sacks. Two sacks. So he hadn't even practiced. Yep. It sounds like this week maybe he's actually gonna get back into practicing. So that means possibly he's gonna be thrown in there a, a little bit more this and week against Florida back, State. I, I've heard. Brian will be back. This could be the first time this year yep. you technically actually have your starting defensive line. Your whole team. You're possibly your starting. Yeah, it sounds like possibly you're going to have Sheridan back. Yep. Maybe. You actually could have your finally have your starting defense for the first time this year, six games in. And honestly, there's no better time to have it than to close out your season. You know, you're already halfway through. Yep. If you can keep them healthy, get them some experience now, man. You got a stretch run right here of good. this week and, and next week. Yep. Of if you can take care of the next two weeks, I'm pretty sure that'll wrap up the division already. Yes, eight games into the season. Now that's a good point, and that's exactly Seven right. Seven games in the season. Yep you you you'll be done, and then you go to a bye week, and then you have Notre Dame. Yep, you're you're done. You're going to make it to the ACC championship game if you win these next two. Yep. Now, this year has been weird, where you're. You're playing a lot of people that aren't getting a lot of respect, but they're ranked. You know what I mean? It's because we're in, they're in the ACC. I, I know. I'm not an ACC homer, but I mean, eh, yeah, well, you know, that's yeah. Uh, literally, the, what did the stat come out and say? The the top fifteen, the AP top fifteen is eighty three and three. Yep. And we have two. two of those losses are to Clemson. Yep. But you don't really. Nobody talks about Wake or nobody talks about NC State right. being good teams. But, they talk I mean, about the AP's like, ring. They're in the top fifteen. Yeah. Are, we beat them both. Yep. But we don't really get talked about that now. I mean, we got under the four, so I mean, there. I think the AP is is seeing that a little bit, but it just like nationally, nobody's really talking about. Nobody talks about that. Right. So I don't know. I yeah, think it's it's, funny. it's a little interesting. It's funny how that happens. You know who they want to talk about? They want to talk about the Kentuckys and these teams like the Arkansas, who is currently still ranked. You know, they just got the hell beat out of them by. South? South Carolina. Carolina. Only a team in the SEC can get the snot beat out of them by South Carolina and have two losses on the year and still be ranked 25th. Yep. But you know what? They didn't rank Carolina, which was very interesting. Don't you think? I mean, it's weird because I don't think they should be ranked either, but at the same time, you beat a team that's ranked, that's still ranked after you beat them. I always think that's strange, but they didn't have their quarterback, blah, 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 blah. Good job for beating the JV quarterback. Yeah. 
Um, but anyway, going back to Clemson, you know, um, it's it's strange. I mean, the, you're right. This is great. I'm I'm actually excited. So we're gonna have the whole team. Um, hopefully back. It, you're gonna have a complete team. Uh, the future looks good, as long as you get past these next few games. But you got two dogs coming. Yep. You got two one. I mean, uh, Syracuse is no slouch. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And Florida State <laughs> at Florida State. We'll talk about that in a second. You know, um, it's unbelievable. Uh, this is probably the hardest stretch we've had in a while in a, the regular season. Um, that's the whole reason I brought this up about the rankings and things is because, um, I mean, hell, you're you're gonna play. You played Wake Forest. You played uh, NC State, and then you played Boston College, who isn't that great. Um, but now you're going. To Florida State at night, a team that's backs against the wall. Then you go and play Syracuse, who more than likely will be undefeated when you play them. And I mean, they got NC State. They got a big game this week. But yeah, they very do. Possible. Very it's, possible. It's very possible. And you know what? Then you still got to play Notre Dame, who hasn't done that great, but it's still Notre Dame at Notre Dame. And then you got to play Miami. I mean, it's it's nuts the mm-hmm. schedule. Yeah. Um, so this is a year where you actually could put respect on Clemson's name if you go undefeated. You yeah. really could. I mean, we're gonna be, and if we do, if we if we can get by, if we can get by Florida State, we can get by Syracuse. I mean, currently, currently we have beat number fourteen, number fifteen. Syracuse is ranked eighteenth, and could be higher if they win this week. Yeah, if they win, if they win, they could be higher, and that is it right now. Top twenty-five was right, um, but people still give Miami so much credit for no reason at all. Stupid. Um, and who knows if Notre Dame? Because Notre Dame will love to be everybody. As soon as they win a couple of games, they're going to try to rank them. Yeah. So I mean, and they are looking a little better than they were in the beginning of the year. But do you think they wear those fancy new uniforms when we play them? I don't know. Oh, who cares? Uh, defensively, though, anything else for defense? I mean, they, they played well in the second half, especially the second half. I want to ask half they played well. I want to ask you this too, because you are the closest to our inside guy. Have you heard from him about that halftime? You know. Uh no, I mean not 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 crazy. I mean he said you know it was it was, it was fiery, but not. It's as, been that way for the past two weeks. I think three yeah. weeks or so. Yeah, it, it's true. I think he was more upset last week with the earned NC State. Um, but I mean I don't I mean it wasn't nothing 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 like it was last week. Yeah, I, I was just interested to see because it's it's a weird thing when you go into an environment where all this, um narrative is put on you know this hero um it's a hero game where you, you got the red bandana and everybody's you know saluting that guy and there's a lot of emotion where like i could feel the country probably pulling for boston college of course because it would be a better story and all this you know all that jazz and it's like well, do you still go in with the same fire or is there a little bit of like you know i don't know i don't know I what don't i'm trying know. to say it's i don't know if that's got anything to do with it i think it's more just going up to Boston College. I mean, they're, they're they had an okay crowd, but I mean, Went it's crazy. not. It's just yeah. It's not. It's hard to get up for. I mean, like I said, they maybe that's yeah, they it. had just beat Louisville, but at the same time, they're three and two, and it's still Boston College. Uh, it's just that was your low. You game. cannot get up as easy as you think it should be to get up for twelve ball games because you only have twelve ball games. They're still eighteen to twenty two year olds, and they just yeah. Sometimes you just don't have the juice like you think you're going to going into a ball game. Sure. Um, how many tweets did you see? Um, did you see this week about like um, 
I hope our boys just bum rush them and blow them out, you know, early. And you wanted one of those kind of games. Yeah. Um, and people were, you know, so mad at halftime. But then you ended up doing it. But like, it just wasn't pretty doing it. I know. It, it, you really wanted to see them go up by like four or five touchdowns early. And it is just, just the it's just early season Clemson football for the past six, forever. seven years or whatever it is. Is you're like. Man, we just didn't look that great. And then you look at the scoreboard, and you won by twenty-eight points. And you're like, "Yeah, well, are I we mean, spoiled? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess it's good. It, but yeah. it just didn't look good. But you did it. So I mean, and right. technically, all that matters is that you do it. Right. Doesn't have to be pretty. I, yeah. You just would like it to look a little better, but you did it. So yeah, it's all that counts. Technically. Um, I I really did. I thought Wiggins played better this week. Um, I didn't see too many blown coverages on his part. Maybe I'm missing something, but I I don't remember anything. No, and that's the guy that I'm always looking at now. But now, who who's 23? Foriano Pride. He is a struggling. He's just a freshman, and that thinks like I think I said it last week. He thinks that he can run with everybody like he ran in high school, and these guys are just as fast or faster than you. And he's just got to learn how to flip his hips and run. He lets them get on him too fast before he turns and runs, and that's he is the one that gets beat, gets people behind him that's the most. The guy. He's that's the guy. Yeah. That that's the guy. Attack that guy. This yep. is the mantra because he's short too. He's not very big. No, he's good. He's good, but he's well, he's, he's talented. A, he's, a, he's a freshman. He's talented, but I think he needs more um, film time. He needs more to know what to do when things break down. Uh, where to go instead of just standing there. Um, there's a lot of that going on, I feel like. You know, he just doesn't have the football knowledge yet, but that'll come. And he's getting reps, so it's going to get better. But, golly, whenever I – mean, I feel like almost every play that was a throw play, they would stand back and, um, you know, they would stand back and look straight to the sideline where he was and throw it to him. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, they're just attacking this little dude. But he played all right. He played okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, I'm excited. Let's go to Florida State now. Um, I'm I'm hyped. I love Clemson Florida State week, going back to the Bowden Bowl. It's always my favorite week. I know it hasn't been that exciting as of late, but yeah, I think it's about to. I mean, last year last I mean, year was yeah. Last year it was a it was a nip and tuck game, honestly, till the, the very last little bit there. It was a three point game until the last play. Yeah, till yeah. So yeah, I remember that game. That was the one time I think I've ever not wanted us to score because then I think the spread. I don't remember what the spread was. It you was lost like last six, last year. Seven, yeah, I lost on the spread with the like spread was seven. two seconds left or some crazy crap. Yeah. But yeah, I mean that whole ball game was. Yeah. No, it was ten. The spread was ten, and we scored. That's what. It <laughs> That's was. what it was. That's what it was. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but literally that whole ball game, like it was, it was just like every other ball game last year. Honestly, like you could have lost, you could have won. It was just, it was one of those ball games. Yep. Um. And most of those guys are back, and they they've gotten some transfers, especially at the receiver position, to make them better. Um, they're they're coming off of back to back losses, one to Wake, that I think they just got beat in. I thought Wake, and I think we called that that week that Wake was going to beat them. I think Florida State was actually the favorite. Yep, and they were like, I don't think Wake's going to beat them, and they they just went in there and beat them. They actually gave up some points at the end to make it look closer than I think it honestly was. Yep. Um, and then last week, which is the game we'll, we'll review a little bit against NC State. Weird. Uh, it was a very ugly football game, uh, more from the NC State perspective. But 
Florida State kind of choked that one away a little bit uh, and, and lost. I mean, didn't score a point in the whole second half, and it's 17-3 to three at halftime, and you lose 19-17. to 17. So, I mean, they, they kind of choked that away. Yeah. Um, but to that point, I think they have talent, and I think they're getting much better under Norvell than they have been. So, when the team, and I think I've said this analogy before multiple times this year, you only can back a dog into a corner so far before it comes out and starts biting. Right. And when the team like that is down, has just lost back-to-back games, they're going to come out swinging against whoever they're playing. So they're going to have some fire, I believe, in this ball game, especially yeah. being 7:30, ABC prime time, Chief Osceola, Renegade on the field, fans going crazy, the Glitter Boys in the end zone, the whole shebang. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, it's going to be one of those ball games. Yes. So, anyways, yeah. Uh, anyway, so to review the NC State game just a little bit, like I said, they lost nineteen seventeen. Um, some things that stood out in this game to me, uh, I think their defense is pretty good. Um, I think their defensive line is really good. Uh, ninety nine, ninety one, and six is what stood out to me. Number six, who is the, the edge rusher, scares me the most because do you know what side he usually lines up on? He's going to rush the right side of, of our Ooh, offensive line, which means he's going to be going up against Blake Miller. Right. Blake Who's Miller, played he's played better. He has but not showed up freshman. like he has in the first couple ball games when you right. when his name was being said a lot. As offensive lineman, you do not want your name said. If your name is not being said, that means you're doing your job. Right. We haven't heard his name too much. He's doing better. But if you watch, he still gets beat. He does. But we're, we're we've gotten the ball out in time, yeah. basically. So... He's going to be going up against Homie, and that dude, he is fast off the football. Man, he's fast. So that's going to be something to watch in this ballgame. Uh, 99-91, the D tackles are just big, and they, they can push the pocket a little bit. Um, offensively, Jordan Travis is pretty good. Um, I always think of him as more of a runner than a passer. But, I mean, he's completing like 66% of his passes this year. That's good. So, I mean, he's playing pretty well. Now, in this game against NC State, he was a 50%, 15 to 30 for 181, one touchdown and two picks. They, but NC State's defense is pretty good. So, I mean, this was the best defense he's going up against this season and to that good. point. I mean, against the week, the week before, I think he was like 68% for like 280 yards or something like that. Right. Um, <clears throat> Most of that was at the end of the game. But, I mean, still, he's. He has gotten better as a passer. Now, he also has he rushed for 108 yards against NC State. And NC State's a good defense, but, I mean, he's he's the leading rusher for this team. Um, wow. The, the key to this game, just like it was last year, just like it is every game against whoever's playing Florida State, is to keep him contained. Yep. you got to keep him contained. You, he cannot run amok. Yeah. Uh, he, you cannot blow by him and he can just run he will hurt you if 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 he is, gets outside that pocket and nobody's out there he will hurt you he's not lamar jackson right. hurt you but he can still run he's uh, not as elusive as lamar jackson but he can run we we remember the connor shaw years where you know somebody's not lamar jackson but they can still really hurt you with their legs kind yeah. of thing um some other <clears throat> excuse me uh, some other key players 14 Six seven, 
He's a transfer. And number four, uh, Micah Pittman. Uh, he he's a transfer. I think from Oregon, possibly. He's a shifty guy. He caught a couple touchdowns um, in the in the ball game against NC State. He's also the return guy. You know, we don't really talk about a whole lot about return guys because BT pretty much boots it out of the back of the end zone a lot. Right. But he's returned a couple kicks this year. He's also the punt return guy. Ooh. And Lord knows our punter ain't be been sketchy. very good. This this we're gonna, we're gonna need a good uh, game from Swanson of punting the ball high and yes. giving us time to get down there, even if it's not super long. Just get it up in the air so he cannot return it. Right, because he can be dangerous. Um, uh, that's that's who I see on on the offensive side of the ball against NC State. Man, I mean they were up. It was kind of a fluky way they got up the seventeen to three. I mean it was. It was seven to three with two minutes left in the in the second quarter, and then they scored ten points in two minutes of that ball game. The NC State just kind of self destructed. I don't know what they did at the end of that half, but in the in the second half, they they couldn't do anything offensively. They couldn't do anything. They right. cannot run the football traditionally. I mean, their their second leading guy had fifty one yards on on five carries. Uh, and but one of those was like a, he kind of busted off a chunk run. So I mean, other than that, they Jordan Travis is their run game. They haven't been able to run the football really all year except for Jordan Travis, um, and and it showed up in into the in the NC State game. Um, defensively, in the second half, they played pretty good. I mean, they had the NC State come out and they scored on their opening drive. It looked really good. They made some adjustments, and then after that, they kicked three straight field goals. And their offense couldn't do anything. The Jordan Travis ended up throwing on back to back drives towards the end. They had a chance to go up or whatever. He throws two picks. Yeah. Um, that the last one, one he threw. The, the first one was a bad pick. Yes. It was, it was just bad. The second one, I don't know if it was a bad pick on him. I mean, it was the literally, it was literally the same play they had ran earlier in the ball game for a touchdown to Micah Pittman. On it this like he ran one, the wrong route or on, something. Well, no, it was the, the, defensive back ran a better route than the receiver did. Hmm. I mean, because it, it was the same play. It's like he knew it was like, oh, yeah, I remember that, and he just took off and, and literally caught it. Now, should they have – they needed a field goal? I it mean, was the dumbest thing. I mean, there was like a minute left, minute and a half left. They would have won. They, you really didn't need to throw that nope. like that? I mean, you, you, I think they were on the 40-yard line maybe no, uh, when less. they threw that, 35-yard line? Less? I, I'm pretty sure you really. I might didn't, be wrong, but I'm pretty sure there were less than that. You didn't need that play, so no. I mean, honestly, I think it was more of a coaching thing to throw that play. But anyways, yeah, I don't really put that on the quarterback because the coach no, it really known. wouldn't. It wasn't on him. But back to back drives, he threw picks. Yeah, um, to to end that ball game. So I mean, offensively they didn't do anything. Defensively they did okay, but again, what we said and we saw against NC State, NC State's offense really wasn't that great. I mean, we kept them in check pretty much the whole ball game. They yeah. really didn't do a whole lot. Um, so. I mean, it was it was a very weird, it was a very weird game to watch. It was a good game to watch, but it was just weird that Florida State they just they kind of let that one slip away. They probably should have won that football game. Um. So yeah, uh, looking at the game last year against them, just going off of this, uh, one reason we won, even though it was so nip and tuck. Do you know how many yards Jordan Travis rushed for last year? No, negative four. That's that's awesome. That's what you're gonna have to do again this year. He, awesome. You're gonna have to hem him up and not let him run. Now he threw the ball. I remember that now. When I was going back and watching, I was like, oh yeah. When he he threw the ball pretty well against us, fourteen to twenty two, one seventy six, two touchdowns. 
it was kind of annoying that he threw the ball so well last year. Yeah. And you know what? It might happen again this year. I mean, it very Good. well might. This might look very similar to to last year for them. I am hoping that it looks different for us offensively. Right. So, I mean, if you can, if you can still have that same kind of game against them to an extent for, you know, them offensively and us defensively, but our offense plays what, how they've done, I feel okay about it. But I just, I don't know, because I think emotionally they're going to be jacked up for this football game. And I'm not, that scares me a little bit, quite frankly. No, yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree. Um, we talked about that a little bit before we started the podcast, that um, it, it scares you. Any, anytime you play Florida State, it scares you. At Florida State, it scares you even more. Um, at night, a little bit more. And they're not terrible, even more. So um, it could be one of those games where it's like, you know, Clemson's playing this unranked team. If you look at it like that, then it's whatever, but it, there's a lot more going into it. I'm always scared of Florida State. Even they can be like most year, like they have been recently. Even the year we beat them by fifty something points, they can be. They have athletes. They yes. always have athletes. Florida yeah. State is always going to recruit pretty good. Yeah, and now I believe they have coaching for that talent. I think their lines of scrimmage, mostly on the offensive line, was. I think they've gotten better. So I mean, they're. I don't. They are definitely not to Florida State level. But you can, I can see the, 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 I can see the upward trajectory of them. So I mean, with the with the back to back losses, and I think on a night game and all that stuff, I think we got a lot of stuff going against us. Yes, I agree. So I think the key to this ball game is we need to come out and punch them in the mouth, yeah, quickly, and really and and shut the crowd up, and and really kill their their confidence. Early and we need to come out and be like, nope, that you're yep. still you're not here yet. You're not here. That, that's yeah. That's what you're going to have to do and keep them down. You can never you get a bully. Them. You cannot let them stay around in this ball game because if you do, you're going to be in for a fight. I believe. I agree with that because the crowd gets into it. They start to believe in themselves and they're not terrible. Six seven wide receiver really does scare me. Yeah, and he's good. I mean, he's that's, he's a he's that he's scares a, me. He's a good looking guy. Um, I mean, they, they throw a lot of jump balls up to him, 50-50 balls, and he comes down. Now, I will I about, I about said they come down with him a lot. One thing that killed them in that NC State game, I don't know how many times they dropped the football at receiver. Well, that's they good for us. They had a crap ton of drops in this game. If it wasn't for that, they they probably would have. The, okay. the, the 50%. Uh, passing for Jordan Travis, I know of at least man, I, I know of balls. at least six <laughs> yeah, that yeah. were drops that he threw right on the number and they just straight up dropped. So I mean, yeah, that that is one thing they have been. And that's prone. not going to happen every week. That is not going to happen every week, but they it did happen last week. That is right. for sure. But I mean, they I think they got some talent at receiver, man. And I don't know if they're quite Wake Forest uh, uh, talent, but. It's I, there. They're there. They're they're pretty good. Uh, and but at the same good. time, I don't think Jordan Travis is the passer that Sam Hartman was. Yeah. But boy, he's a better runner. Yeah, and that's always scary for Clemson fans. Um, we're very weary of the um, scrambling quarterback because our defense. Now they haven't they haven't been doing that so much recently, but like we get to a point where it's like. We're just blitzing. We're so aggressive. We're so aggressive, which is great. 
But if you don't make that tackle, if you miss, There's everything opens you. up. Yeah. Every, even passing opens up. Yeah. Um, he can either run or throw, and it is scary. Because uh, we, we've been burned so many times by running quarterbacks. It's unbelievable. Um, when it's a pocket passer, you don't feel that worried. No, it was kind of like this week like, but, or last week. Yeah, me. exactly. In the second half, like he's not, I mean, he could kind of move, but not really. And if, yeah. if you're a statue sitting in the pocket, we are going to murder you. Yeah, that's not good for you. If you cannot move, it is not going to be good for you. Um, that being said, though, we have played, I, I think I just have PTSD from, you know, in the past because of late, um, rushing, you know, scrambling quarterbacks. We win against them. Now it might not be pretty. Uh, Louisville last year, even that guy ran all over us. But it's not the same thing. But you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. um, they they get theirs, and he's going to. He is, he's going he's a to. good enough player where he's going to get his. You just you got to limit. You got to limit it. Yeah, you can't let him rush for a hundred yards. You can't. If we score 38 points, do you think we win this game? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think so, I don't too. think their offense can score. Against our defense, I don't think they can score 30-something points. But I think their defense can give us problems at the same right. time. So, I mean, I don't know if I see us scoring 38 points. We'll get to it here in just a minute. But Vegas, I don't think, thinks. We're, we're only a three-and-a-half-point favorite. And, this is you know, the, and we only opened up as a four-and-a-half-point favorite. That's fair. So, I mean, uh, this is... Vegas is saying that they believe that this is our hardest game to date this year, which you probably wouldn't have thought of a couple of weeks ago. No, but, but I agree. Vegas thinks so, and Vegas knows. You know, I, I one, one more thing that you mentioned um, that I want to go back to is when you back a dog up into a corner. Yeah. All right? So this is my question to you. The dog that you backed up into the corner, is this team a chihuahua or are they a pit bull? Yeah. Because – yeah, they won four straight games, and then they lost the last two. The first four games that they won weren't against the best teams, and then they actually played two teams like Clemson did, and they lost two in a row. Yeah, I mean, they, they beat LSU, but right now that LSU loss is, yeah, or that season, that LSU's win is win. not looking very yeah. great. So that's what I wonder. Is this, are we giving them too much credit for the first few wins? I don't know. I mean, all I can do is watch. What uh, watch them over the past couple weeks and see what I see. I mean, uh, again, I think I called. We called that Wake was going to beat them because I thought Wake was a better team, and that showed. NC State is a is a good team offensively, not great defensively. They are. They again, they kind of had some quirky ways they scored this week, but at the same time, they I mean they moved the football. I mean, he ran for a hundred yards against that defense. That is right. that is something to be that is something to to look at. And go, yeah, that's really good. But at the same time, then you're like, well, I mean, they. NC State's got a pretty comparable defense to us. We are probably better than NC State, and they didn't score a point right. in the second half. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's just yeah. it, it. We'll see. I the guess, home but. factor will play into it. Yeah. this week, I believe a little bit more. I, I really think. Now, I think it would have been a, a a little bit more of a raucous atmosphere if they would have beat NC State going in this week because they probably would have been ranked and the whole shebang. I think that might knock a little bit of luster off of this game for the, their fan wise, but I still think. This is going to be a the a, a better of an atmosphere that that Florida State has saw in in some time. Yeah, and a lot of our guys are young, and I don't know if they've and a lot of them probably haven't saw an atmosphere. Yep, like this, and probably ever. Some of them, I, I, I don't know if Shipley has ever probably saw Blake Miller. Uh, right. I mean DJ, DJ played at Notre Dame, so I mean he saw it. But I mean Bo. Uh, I mean, Antonio, I mean, yeah. all those guys, guys on the offense. They've got a lot of young guys on the offensive side that's never really been in a super hostile environment. 
So, I, I don't know. There's a big difference, too, between need-to-win games and have-to-win games. Yep. They needed to win against Wake Forest and NC State. I felt like they, yeah. they felt like they needed to win those games. Didn't happen. They have to win this game. That's how I feel. That's how I think they feel. They, I believe we their season, to they, win they probably feel game. like their season tilts on this ball game. If they win it, they, their season can go up. Yeah. If they lose this game, it's probably going to start tumbling in, a, in the wrong the direction. Wrong for direction. So, I, I mean, they're, they're again, they're going to, I feel like they are really going to come out. Yeah, in this ball game, especially early, man. That's why you you gotta come out firing. I believe on all cylinders. It can't be this slow, slow start. You know, uh, they you, you fumbled your way off fast. into the into the uh, end zone or uh, into the red zone. You kick a field goal. Yeah, I think you need to score goal. a touchdown. You yeah. need to come out crisp, and you need to come out and score a touchdown. If you came out fourteen nothing in the first quarter, I think that's the best scenario for Clemson is to come out scoring touchdowns early. Um, not kicking field goals like you said, and like you said, just punch them in the mouth, shut the crowd up, and let's play ball from there. Yep. Um, with a with a good healthy lead. Yep. Um, now we did say last week that NC State didn't feel like the kind of team like Wake Forest, where after you beat Wake Forest, they go to Florida State and they're pissed. Yep. And they win. Yep. Decisively. Yep. We thought NC State after that loss, they were like, our season's over, everything sucks, and they kind of played like and that. And they in that did. First half. And they tried their best to lose that game. Yep. Florida State lost Florida State, that game. Florida State lost the game. The yeah, game. NC State didn't win that game. Florida no. State lost that game. Yep. Which makes me feel a little bit better about this week. It but, does. It does. But everything we've said to this point is true. Florida State is going to be ready to play. The crowd's going to be in it. This is their Super Bowl. Yep. And this is the next three games is going to be Florida State Super Bowl. It's going to be Syracuse Super Bowl. It's going to be Notre Dame Super Bowl. I mean... These teams that, like, um, other than Syracuse, that their season's already kind of over, this is the game where you could at least point to and go, okay, like, now we got it. Yep. At least we did that. Yep. Um, so we got a target on our back. We're used to that, but it seems more, um, I don't know, sketchy is the best word that comes to mind. Um, it's going to be really tough. Yep. It's going to be tough for us, but. I'm looking forward to it, man. I, I love Florida State, Clemson rivalry. Um, we mentioned a few weeks ago um, the teams that you're like, who are rivals, and it's like, you know, Georgia and South Carolina and NC State at this point. But Florida State is always going to be up there. Um, they're usually top two, but now they're falling down. But it might come back. Traditionally, they are, you're one of your, yep, especially in league, they are probably your, they're the rival. Your, they're your rival. Traditionally, in, yeah. the, in the league. Hasn't been in the past couple of years, but traditionally they are. Right. What's up, guys? The Show Me the Money segment of the show is brought to you by David Arledge with Cornerstone Construction, everybody's favorite roofing and solar company. Give them a call for all your roofing, siding, gutters, and solar needs. Whether it is commercial, residential, or any type of repair, he will take care of you and your property. For expertise and professionalism, give them a call and schedule your free inspection at 864-800-3106. And with all the money that Cornerstone Construction saves you, you know, you could buy your wife a gift or go on that fancy vacation you've always wanted to go on or just throw it down on some games. And speaking of games, I think it's time for everyone's favorite segment. 
All right, man. Show me the money, Tom. Show me the money. What we got? You went four and one last week. Had a good week. Had a good week. Uh, Who did I lose? Do you remember? I don't remember. Uh, I think it was Kentucky. That's right. It was the Carolina Kentucky game because they because they played a JV quarterback. I didn't know that they were going to have their quarterback. Yeah, we uh, we didn't at that time when we picked the games. We did not know that. Um, because I, I don't actually know changed. <laughs> yeah, well, let's go back because I actually think when we picked this ball game, hang on, fact check it, fact check it. Yeah, we got this game at ten and a half. Yep, that that line actually fell to six and a half by game time. Does that matter? It, one, no, it doesn't. No, matter. it wouldn't have. But I mean, you know, it it just tells you that Vegas really dropped the line when they realized that he was not going to play. It wouldn't have mattered for me. I I think I still would have picked the way I picked. I, I think I would have too because I I don't know, dude. I I watched some of that ball game and I don't know what the heck Kentucky was doing. There were opportunities. I, I will say I will give Carolina a little bit of credit in the second half. I thought they played much better. I thought they gave their their playmakers the ball actually in the second half and they didn't let Rattler just try to sling it downfield. They kind of almost took the ball out of his hands a little bit and made him just kind of chuck it to the probably for the sidelines a little bit to the guys and they made plays, gave the ball to Lloyd, all that good stuff. And I think Kentucky just got tired the second half. But anyways, hey, yeah. good win for them. Good win, good win for them. them. Um <clears throat> all right. Five games. Cool. The first game. Uh wow. Uh when is the last time that the Bama Tennessee game has even meant anything? This is amazing. I this is I am I'm bumped. I am I am ready to watch this football game. I'm Me actually too. glad that with this week that we are, are away and I'm gonna actually gonna be able to see this football game. Me too. Because I'm gonna sit here and watch it. Yep. Um especially if Bryce Young plays because I think this is gonna be a, a football game. Um Bama at Tennessee. This line, ah oh man, I almost I mean, I might eat my words come Sunday. But I really wish I could have got this line when when it came out. Oh, that'd have been great. Sixteen and a half point favorite Bama. Yep. Has dropped to seven and a half. That makes a little more sense. Nine points. Sixteen and a half. I cannot I mean no respect for the Vols. Zero. But now and there this are this is at Tennessee. I know. Even even having Tennessee not be the favorite. Is, yeah, you're not gonna be a favorite against Alabama. I, I understand that, but like that's some disrespect because Tennessee's looking good, man. Ten, dude, Tennessee's offense is killer. They're good. Did you watch them, dude? It was so good. So we we you know we were on vacation and we went to eat lunch, and it was around that that ball game, and we were kind of set like kind of the bar area, but I mean the bars over here, but we we're sitting at a table, and they had the game on, and I just kind of glanced up and I was like, I looked at, it was, oh my god, it was like twelve thirty, and the game started at twelve, and I looked at my watch, I was like, twelve thirty. It's twenty-one to nothing. What in the <laughs> heck happened? I mean, it, they got lucky off the very beginning. You know, the first kickoff of the game. But, dude, I mean, they're it, good. Yeah, I think they're very good. They're running an offense that we used to run, where it was just snap the ball, snap the ball, snap the ball, snap the ball. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and chuck it and chuck it, and it works. They're they're doing it. Um. So, anyways, all right, Bama seven and a half. Give me the Vols, baby. Dude, the way Bama looked—I mean, I know that it was the backup quarterback and he terrible. fumbled it like every time he had the chance, and the, on their side of the ball, supposed I didn't get to watch it, but supposedly I heard just kept fumbling the football. Um, I, dude, I think I'm going with Tennessee too. Tennessee, <laughs> looks I mean, good. I, I think Tennessee wins. I, I'm not dang, just saying. I, you cover. know what? Golly, I almost think that too. The only thing that the only reason I think Tennessee doesn't win is because they. I don't know if they're there yet. I don't know if they know how to win this kind of ball game. Yet. I, I I agree with that. I think that they they might be in their they'll be in their head a little bit. If if this game's close and they're, I, I just don't know if they're ready for that hump yet. 
the only I feel like reason that's a big hump to jump from where they were to bam beating Bama. Yep, and being possibly the one of the best teams, the second possibly if, best team in the SEC. I, I don't know if they're ready for that mentally. If yet. they beat Bama, I say they're the best team in the SEC because I've seen Georgia. Kind of lay an that, egg. That makes that Tennessee Georgia game later in the year. <laughs> I think Tennessee could be it. I, they I mean, might be, dude. They might be. I love. I mean, Bama does not like an offense to get that many snaps off. No, and with a running quarterback, I mean, Hunt, Hooker can run and throw. And dude, yeah, this is this is it. This is the kryptonite for Bama usually. Yep. So again, I think if Tennessee has a chance in this ball game, the only reason they would not win is just the mental hurdle of getting of beating Bama. That's the only thing I honestly think. Um, <clears throat> second game, big game in the uh the ACC, NC State going to Syracuse. This line moved a lot too. Opened up NC State minus four has went to Syracuse minus three and a half. Okay. As much as I would love, or, or where are they playing at? They're at Syracuse. That doesn't really matter. I don't even know why I asked because Syracuse isn't that. They like to make it sound like it's this, you know, home field advantage. It's really not. Um, as much as I want Syracuse to win, I want Syracuse to be undefeated when we play each other at the Valley. I got to go with NC State here. Um, Syracuse is looking fine. Um, they're winning. They're undefeated. Um, but NC State, that defense is too good. Um, their offense needs to show up a little bit more, but I, I got NC State here. Now, I will say, that one reason why possibly this line has moved is Wait, because hurt. they do not know if Devin Leary is going to play because he got hurt there in the third late third quarter against uh Florida State. Well, that definitely changes everything. So I mean, I don't know if Vegas knows. Well, somehow Vegas always knows. Okay. Now it says, like I'm literally reading the article right now. It, he did he did not need surgery after suffering a shoulder injury, but That's any kind good. of shoulder injury is 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 tough. So but it, it sounds just, like all it says is he's day to day. So I mean, it's a little hard to pick this game for that. So I mean, if, so just say if Devin Leary plays, who do you got? If if he plays, I got NC State. If, if Devin he, Leary does not play. Mm. That's tough because their running game's not very solid. No, and the backup come in and he looked okay, but he's more of a runner than a passer. And right now, the way they move the football is they you got to pass the ball. I'm gonna, mm, I'm still gonna go with NC State. Okay, I'm I'm just gonna stick with them. Um, this I can already feel in my gut that's a bad move, but I don't want to change my mind. Um, I don't know. I, I'm just going to stick with them. I am going to go. I think Syracuse is the best option, if I'm being honest. But Schrader I, is playing much better at quarterback than he was last year. They got a running game. I can see Syracuse, I mean, uh, NC State scoring on defense, though. It's possible. Um, mm, Man. Yeah, it's really hard to know if what to pick if you don't know what Leary's. Larry's doing. I know, and and that was a, a thing with the uh, Alabama game last week and the um, S- South Carolina game. Yeah, um, I think I am going to go. Oh, man, I think I'm going to go NC State too because I don't think I don't think Syracuse assault a defense like they're probably going to go up I don't against. Think so either. They, I mean they they've only played. I mean they're 
their wins are Louisville, uh, Connecticut. Uh, Purdue's a pretty good win. It's uh, okay. Virginia, that they dang near tried to lose, which is yeah. Wowzers, and they played a Wagner. Doesn't count. And Virginia's last in our yeah division. So yeah. I mean, uh, you know, they're undefeated. We like to make that sound better than it is. Yeah, but I, I eh. just don't. I don't know if they've played a defense like they're about to play. Um, so I think they're going to come back to the field a little bit. So yeah, I can't see safety. Um, all right. Next game, Oklahoma State going to TCU. TCU opened up at minus one, has moved to minus four. It's going to be a shootout of a game. Take the over. Definitely take the over. Um, what, what, what's the line at again? Minus four TCU. If I'm not mistaken, both these teams are undefeated. Yeah, okay. Well, this is a toughie because uh, Texas A&M, or sorry, Texas A&M, uh, TCU looked good against um, Kansas. Kansas. Who lost their quarterback. Who lost their quarterback. And Kansas, you know, I felt bad for them. I wanted them to win on game day. But then the game before that, they played Oklahoma, and TCU played really well. But then we just saw Texas do the same thing. Yikes. Which is, I'm sorry, Brent, dude, but we got to figure that out, right? Yikes. Um, give me Oklahoma State. All right. I am going to go TCU. 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 Okay. Um, I, I like their quarterback. I like a lot of things about their team. It's just I think Oklahoma State is going to have some firepower. I think power. Oklahoma State might be the best team in the Big in the Big Twelve. I think so too. I'm just playing off home field advantage. I'll be honest with you. That's I, all I got. I agree. I, I do that a lot. Yeah. Um. All right. Next game. Once again, another interesting spread. I I don't get it. Um. USC, the real USC, going to Utah. USC opened up at minus three. This has moved to Utah, minus three and a half. They didn't look good against Florida. Well, dude, they just got beat. Utah just got beat by, um, uh, oh, no, I just, hang on. Jeez Louise, I can't believe. Uh, UCLA kind of put it on. I mean, not that UCLA is bad. No, they're anything, not. But I mean, I like UCLA. You just, I mean, they, UCLA put on them. USC is seventh in the country and has looked pretty, pretty good. I'm going with USC here. I, I mean, they I don't, look good. I don't know why you would do that. I don't know. It seems if, like a, again, they maybe must know somebody. Something. Maybe somebody is hurt, and I do not know it. I, but even still, I, I like USC I, in that game. I do too. Um, sometimes it's when it's too too good to be true. Now, I mean, that's what it is, but I, to me, I just, it doesn't that line. I had to. I looked at it twice, two, three, seven times, to make sure I'm looking at that right, and that's what the darn thing is. Two, three, seven. Yeah. Um, I will say this though: the only thing that gives me a little bit of pause is, well, you know, Utah has that fast pace, um, fast player, um, spread offense going, and USC doesn't like that very much. They do well against Big Ten teams that run the ball a lot. Yeah. Um, so historically, they're not very good against those teams who run the spread, who are very fast. That's the only thing giving me pause. But I'll go USC. Yeah, I'm I'm going USC too. Um, it just, yeah, I don't know what that line is there. Um, all right, and of course, last ball game, biggest game, Clemson going to Florida State. We opened up at minus four and a half, and it has went to minus three and a half. Interesting. It's, you know what's interesting about them moving us down is that we're healthy. Yeah, you know. Um, but I do. I mean, I think it's just an interesting thing that Vegas statistically thinks that this is our hardest game as the point because this is our lowest spread that we've had all year long. Yeah, and we're, you know we're not very good against the spread, but we've been doing better um, against the spread. 
I'm going with Clemson. Mm-hmm. I think we win this game. Yeah. By 13 points. 13 points. What's your score? You going to give a score? You want me to give you a score? Sure. Go ahead. Let me think of one real quick. Mm. Um, I, I'm i not going to lie. I didn't think of a score and then go 13. I just feel like it's going to be 10 to 13. So let me give you a score of. Hmm. Wow, that's interesting. Uh, let's say Florida State scores 13 points and yep. we score 26. Okay. I think that's reasonable. It, we could get into the 30s. We could. But that would mean them going up as well. So give or take seven there. That's what I would say. Okay. Yeah. Somewhere around there. I guess, too. Um, my score is going to be 31 19, I believe. Where'd you get the 19? I think it's a field goals. Okay. Um, I think that just going off what we did last year, I think we we hemmed in uh, Jordan Travis pretty well. Better do it again this year. We get we're healthier on the defensive line. We might actually have all our guys. I think Sheridan's supposed to play, so that's going to help the the uh, back seven. Um, and I, I think we can. I think we will move the football late third late. quarter. I think I think so. I think, I think you're gonna. I think it's gonna be another kind of like we've saw the past couple weeks. I think the second half is gonna be the way different than the first half. Now it it doesn't need to be because you better come out firing. But I I can see it being. Like, I feel I feel like it's you're kind of weathering the storm in the first half, and the second half you try to turn it on, and you kind of bust off a couple of plays, and yeah. maybe you can start trying to try to pull away defense. You know. If you can try to get him into only passing downs where he's got to drop back and try to pass and can't really run, then I think that that's going to hurt him. So that's why I'm that's why I'm doing it. So first half of uh, the last few games, um, we've gotten lucky where you know we're not scoring a whole lot, but the other team's not scoring a whole lot either. It's either tied or or up by four point, whatever it is, you know, early, and then you turn it on. Let's say Florida State comes out throwing some wild crap, and they're up by, but let's just. Let's say they were up by 14 points. Oh, Lord. Do you think you can overcome that in the uh, second half? I don't know, man. I'm just throwing, it, you know, just throwing that out there. Let me ask you this, too. I think this is more interesting and a more likely thing to happen, especially with that spread. Vegas is pretty good. Um, let's say it's either tied. or No, let's say Florida State's up three. There's two, a little over two minutes left to go in the game. Mm-hmm. And we have the ball on the 25-yard line. Yeah. Do you think, with our offense, that we can pull out a win that way? Yeah. Yeah, I can see it because I saw it against Wake. Okay. I mean, Wake, I think. That gives me I more. Think, I think Florida State's better than Wake de- defensively. But, I mean, I, I think we've, we've, we've saw it. When you you made plays in overtime, you made plays down the stretch against Wake that have to keep going tick for tack with them. So you've been in a little bit of that situation. I, I mean, I, yeah, I'd be confident in them to do it. Could you see. Clemson winning by four points because of that spread, because we had a game-winning drive at the end of the game. We were down three, we scored a scored a touchdown. You know, go up four. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I, I can see, see that happening. I can see it. Um, I hope it doesn't happen, but um, yeah, I, I wanted to get your take on that because um, you know, we haven't really had to do that yet. Not really. Um, Wake Forest was a similar thing where you had to pull one out late, but like, I want to see this team. I don't. I don't want to see it, but I would like to see if it come down to it. The guts. You can drive the field in two minutes and score a touchdown to win the game. I'd be uh, more confident in us doing that than Florida State doing it. I agree with that, hundred um, percent. But we'll see. 
I'm excited, man. Yeah, I think it'll be. I think it should be a good game. It'll be it's a good actually kind of cool to have a Florida State game feel like it almost kind of means something for yeah. once in the past ten years. It definitely feels like something because I think we're going for seven straight. Does that sound right? That'd be amazing. I mean, that's that sounds right. That's something. If you told twelve year old me back in the day that we were about to beat Florida State for the seventh straight time, he would laugh in your face. And yeah, go, that's never going to happen. You're a liar. Yeah. Um, well, I look forward to it, dude. Um, that's going to bring it into another episode of the Tiger Brothers podcast. Um, thank you so much for listening, and go Tigers. See you next week.